This is a HeadGum Original. Hunter is back, 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 not whack. We're very here and queer and, you know, it's been so long. We've been, we've been going through these hobbies and I'm not exhausted yet. I am exhausted from living, but never because of the hobbies. Uh, you know, I am slowly trying to get myself back out there doing stand-up comedy. I'm trying to meet up with friends. I'm trying to get out of my house and stop overthinking things. But <laughs> it's so fun. I love just being here in my, like, dark place. It's so, uh, you, you do I really need to be out there and be smiling and happy and giggling? Yuck, that sounds terrible. No, but that's why I'm I'm loving, you know, the pod because it just shows me that people even though they they had their hobbies from last year, they're they're still doing it but also like living life because that is a good well-being. We have a hobby homie segment. Oh, you know, I love them so much. They make me so happy. This one is from Andy Myers. Hey, Sydney. Hey, Andy. I'm a big fan of you and the pod. Writing to let you know that my hobby is gardening. A lot of people think they can't garden because they killed some houseplant. But I think outdoor gardening is actually easier. And not for nothing, but we're basically going towards apocalypse times. So we might as well learn how to grow a tomato. Maybe. I even go to sleep thinking about all the little seeds and transplants growing in the garden, and it knocks me right out. Anyway, that's my hobby. Maybe you'll like it. Thank you for all you do, Andy. Andy! Okay, Andy, first of all, flex that you're gardening. That means you have a backyard. That means you got a house. That means you're doing so well. Are you single? Are you looking for somebody? Should I hook you up with one of my friends? Andy, where the hell do you live? Also, yeah, I'm so into gardening for you. That's very cute for you. I think it's great because people who have green thumbs and they don't kill, uh, I could pretty much trust them with my unborn child. That's how I think. And the fact that you're like, oh, I want to grow tomatoes and vegetables and fruits and stuff for, for myself, I think that's so adult. That is some adult shit. And that's sexy. And I'm I'm sure you're not even single. I'm positive. There's no way. Um, so good for you. But let me tell you what we're getting into. We're getting into the show now. We're getting into the show, the show of hobbies, hobby hunter. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm excited because this person is actually a new friend of mine. And not just because of the pod, but because, you know, I I've been following his journey and his hobby, and it, it's it's been very intriguing for me. Uh, he is a writer, a comedian. He's actually writing currently on the Amber Ruffin show. We love, we love Amber and has written on The Good Place. Give it up for Demi Ajibe. Hello. Hi, Demi. Hi. How are you, Sydney? Um, you know what? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling good. Good. I love that plant behind you. 
which I shouldn't point out because it's not a visual thing, but everyone listening should know you got a good plant behind you. I'm going to tag it. I'm going to put it in the like little carousel that I have at the end. You know, I did, I did a comedy show and they had all of the, it was a comedy show outside and they had all these plants that they bought specifically for, you know, the scenery or whatever. And I was like, y'all don't want that. I'm going to take it. (laughs) And I got a, Uber XL and got this big ass plant with me. It's cute, how many right? times do you think an Uber driver pulls up to a place and is like, oh, another fucking plant? You know, he did say a lot of people have bought like big ass plants from Home Depot. You know, mm. terrible place, but yes, Home Depot. And he said that he that those plants are very expensive. And I said, well, this one is free, so thanks so much. Yeah, you got okay. the deal. Oh yeah. Um, okay, Demi. So, you know, obviously this is Hobby Hunter. We're hunting for hobbies. Please pitch me your hobby. My hobby is baking and it's just, I, I just, I love it as a thing that I get to do where it, it's like I have full, it, it's just like you have perfect control over what you're doing. It's just science. It's a formula. And if you do everything right it turns out and you make like a cake or like uh, cannolis or whatever and it's like it's just such a nice process and as someone who oftentimes will write a thing and just be like i hope this works i don't know if people are gonna like this or whatnot doing something where it's like if you just do the things that they say it'll work out it's so comforting i feel like baking i i have a joke where i'm like baking is so easy you just scroll past a story about someone's grandma and do what the white lady says on her blog. And that's really what it is. You just follow the instructions and you have done it. And it, everyone's like, whoa, how'd you do that? And I'm like, you just, I don't know. There's, you literally, it's not that hard to me. <laughs> okay. Well, you're talking to someone who is well known for not following directions. I hate looking at a recipe. Um, I hate measurements. Every time I have like a teaspoon or a tablespoon, I use the, I use the one and it's always, um, what, it tells you what it is, but it's always erased off because I always get like bootleg measuring cups and spoons. Mm. So it's just, it's always a mess when I bake. So I, See, I love- That's why you got to stick to cooking. Because cooking, you can just freestyle. You can just be like, I'm putting however much salt in there. I don't want this. I can do whatever. For, for, cooking is art, but I feel like baking, you've really just got to, you got to do it scientifically. See, and I I failed science every single time. So, yeah, it's not really for me. But, you know, watching you through your Insta stories and I really felt connected with your baking because it, it really did seem like, yeah, the gays were doing banana bread because they were spiraling. But you were you were baking and making cannolis because there was like true love with it. I- it's like 50% spiral. I do, I feel like I, it's compulsive at this point. Like I will bake a thing and then someone will be like, whoa, that looks great. And I'll be like, let me bake you something. Just give me a request. Give me something. And then I'll just focus on that for a full day. Mm-hmm. But it does feel like it's, I think it's the closest I can get to meditation just because I can't sit in a, I've been talking about this with my therapist where I, I like, I cannot just do nothing. Like I don't know how to relax. I don't know how to not do something or like not use my time in a way that it's like, oh, I need to be feeling productive. So I think that I do this as a way to be like, I am feeling productive, but it's not towards any great goal. It's just, I need a task to do. And then with this, it's like, at the end of it, I just love that I have food and I can give it to someone else. And they'll be like, oh, you were thinking of me. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, totally. I was. (laughs) 
Yeah, but Demi, you're so busy. You're a writer. I mean, you're a comedian. You're making content. You're always creating. How how do you have time to bake? I, I'm trying to do so much less of like half of that stuff. And I think it's because I, I keep thinking, like, I just, I truly am like, well, what do people do? I think in the pandemic, especially, it's like, there's no separation between your work space or work time and like your home space or home time. So I think I've just been getting more and more into baking as a thing to be like, all right, well, now I just know that if I go into the kitchen, that's my home space sort of. And like, I'm just, I like, I can't do work in the kitchen. So I just, sometimes I'll put on a movie and just be like, all right, I I can watch this movie while I bake. But it's really just, uh, I think that's my form of relaxing, but I, I am still very busy outside of that. So it's just like, me trying to find little pockets of the day where I can bake or trying to be like, I need to do this thing over the course of the week. So I will in the beginning of the week bake and then go on to do this thing. You know, I am getting a little scared now that everybody is out and about. They're fully vaccinated. There's even half seas, people going out and partying. I'm just getting a little scared that the the kind of community that we created during such a sad time is is truly depleting. It's it's yeah. about to be, no one gives a fuck about a hobby. They are baking, you know, cooking, um, painting. They're like, no, we're going to fucking go out and live in it. But it's like, what if this happens again? Or how can, how can we incorporate, you know, this new lifestyle with an old lifestyle? Yeah. I hope people don't give up the hobbies they, they picked up during the pandemic. I feel like I've really liked how much baking and cooking I've been doing. And I was doing it before the pandemic, but it's, yes, I yes. feel like I really just fully became an introvert. And I like, there was a part where I was like, oh, I miss people. And then very quickly I was like, actually I don't, I love being at my house. I love that nobody bothers me. I love that I'm doing all these things and just feeling like, oh, I'm just using my time how I want. And now that the world's opening up, I'm, I'm just getting to the point where I'm like, shit, I got to think of new excuses so that people leave me alone. But I, it's like, I want to see people, but I still, I'm just like, I don't want to, be like, oh, every day we're going out to this thing. So I'm just like, no, I kind of just like, I feel like a, a frontiersman. I'm just at home. I'll cook for myself. Like I, I can just provide for myself. I'll do things without like needing to uh, go out and get food. Or like I was sewing at the beginning of the pandemic. I just, I love the idea that I, I could just become a, like a fully self-sufficient person. I don't want to give that up now that people are like, well, you don't have to be anymore. What so the I, hell were you, wait, what the hell were you sewing? I was sewing masks. I bought what? a sewing machine uh, two years ago for a video because I wanted to make a tearaway suit so I could pull it off my body. And then mm-hmm. since then, I was just like, well, what else can I sew every so often? And then at the beginning of the pandemic, people like before masks were so widely available and everywhere, mm-hmm. people were like dropping sewing patterns and being like, here, you can cut up T-shirts and make masks. And so I made masks for all my friends and then just like some of my neighbors. And I was just like, oh, I'm just going to cut up a bunch of shirts and make masks. And that was a good month or so of the pandemic for me. I am completely, I don't want to say I'm in love with you, but I, I this is just so <laughs> say it. cool. We, we, we actually got to see each other when I went to LA mm-hmm. and you made me, you know, cookies and I had, um, what do you call those things? The uh, macarons? The, the, oh my God. It was so delicious. And it, it was crazy because my girlfriend had it too. She's like, who the hell made this? This is great. I was like, you know, a really good friend. Um, but yeah, I, I just was like, this is a great way to connect with somebody, but also, you know, give good energy. I know totally. that you put good energy in those macaroons because I felt good after I ate them. 
those macarons are they're the hardest thing I've ever baked and I am still trying so hard to like like that's the only time I've gotten them right somehow mm. making them for you it was first of all the first time I'd ever done them I was like I'm gonna just try this thing because I always like finding a new thing to make and then ever since then I've been trying to do more with different flavors and I always fuck them up and now I'm just obsessed with making them and now I've made so many in the last like two weeks just trying to be like how do I what am I doing wrong? Because they're like famously a very difficult thing to make. But now are you doing this because of the challenge? Because now it feels like it's a, it's a thing that you have to get right now. It, it is kind of for the challenge, but it's also just like, I don't know. I, I do feel like I've told myself like, well, you just follow the steps and it turns out right. And then all of the recipes I find are just like, and you know, these are a very volatile food. It could turn out wrong. I'm like, well, then how do I, how do I get it? And I'm just like trying to figure out exactly how to get it right. And it's like, it's partially the challenge, but partially just the idea of me being like, well, no, I, I'm supposed to follow the instructions to get it right. And just sort of like that idea breaking down for me and me being like, no, 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 I need to fix this. I need to just find the right recipe and then everything will be okay in my brain again. Are you, are you always following directions? Like, is that, is that your formula as a comedian or as a writer as well? Or are you like free and you know, you don't, you don't, you don't stay in a box. You want to go outside of it. I I don't do that when I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times I will, I feel like my only sort of like formula for writing is just the idea of like, if you think you know where something is going, then you need to do another draft of it and make it so that like you, people can't see what's going to happen, which I think ah, is good with comedy okay. as well. Yeah. Just the idea that like you, you make people laugh by surprising them. So don't do something where everyone's like, I know where this is going. Uh, but I think that I like baking because it's the opposite of that, where it is truly just following a formula. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've i been doing a lot of things in the pandemic that do feel sort of like if you just practice or like do it in a very small way, then you can like do it right. Like I, I there was a period of time where I was trying to play, learn to play the violin and I was just like, okay, yeah, this is just, there's like points on the violin where you put your fingers and you you draw a string a certain way and you get it. And there was another point where I was painting and I still am painting a little bit, but it's like, if you just do it in like tiny strokes, you can kind of get it. And so I think it's just taking all these things and breaking them down to the level of uh, just like, like atoms almost just thinking like, all right, well, if I just think of this in the smallest unit possible, how do I do it? How do I learn how to do this thing? And it makes me feel, I feel smart just like learning how to do these things. But then I, at the end of the day, I'm also just like, well, yeah, people learn, dumb people learn to do these things because you can, you can just do anything if you just like slow it down or break it down in little pieces and do it step by step. Timmy, I just wanted to say everything that you were saying, I was like, this guy, he's a genius. Okay. No. <laughs> everything you were saying, I was like, somebody needs to uh, reiterate this in a, in a form that I can understand. Jeez. I was <laughs> like, I am blown away. If we were on a date, I was like, yep, I'm going home with him because <laughs> I mean, he said something about formulas and atoms, and I was like, that's hot, you know? Okay, Very damn. so guys listening, take note. Just repeat everything <laughs> I just said, and then I will also repeat everything I just said on my next date, and they'll be like, oh, okay, this works. All right, so hit me with, like, before, you know, the pancetta happened, when did you get into baking? I... I feel like as a kid, I really loved those, uh, like the like Toll House cookie things that you just like break them open and you like yeah. put the dough on the sheets. And then mm-hmm. I was just sort of like, well, what? How do they make these? And then you kind of go, oh, well, that's just making cookies. 
And then it would be like, I just learned how to make different foods. It, it was like, you go on Food Network and they'd be like, we have a recipe for a five minute steak. And I'd be like, all right, I'm going to do that. And it was just like little things here and there. But as I got older and like had to live on my own, I, I think I sort of became interested in just like cookies in general and just having it be like the most simple baked good that you can make that feels like, I don't know, like in 20 minutes you can make cookies and it feels like, oh, they're better than anything you would ever buy at the store. So I, I did that yeah. for so long. And then just before uh, the pandemic, the I had a friend who would come over and make cookies with my roommate and I, and he would make them really spicy just because my roommate loves spicy food. And it just became this thing where like, it'd be six people in our house and we'd all just eat these cookies and hang out. And uh, then when the pandemic happened, I was just like, oh, I think I really missed that as like a thing that we all had bringing us all together to our house. And I was like, well, I'll just make the cookies myself again. And then it sort of spiraled into me being like, well, what other things can I make? And then I was like brownies and uh, like little mini cakes. And then it was just me, people like, me sending those things to people and then sort of escalating it to be like, well, okay, what can I make that's more difficult than that? And just sort of thinking like a cake as an idea of a thing that you bake has always been like, well, no, you cakes are for weddings. They're extravagant and big. And like, that's not easy to make. And then when you learn to make a cake, you're like, no, it actually is very easy. So then I was like, all right, well, how do I up that? And how do I up that? And just sort of giving myself bigger and bigger challenges. Uh, uh, li- list all the things you've made. I, 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 damn, I actually, I, one second, I have a book of uh, okay. every recipe I've ever made because I, I write them down before I do them. I'm well, gonna... you know, you know, hold on, hold on. You okay. know that you have to send us that so that we can post that in my little carousel of things too. <laughs> okay. It's to. a, it's a, it's a big book, but I'll, here, one second. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Ratty ass notebook. All right. Yeah. It's just like, it looks like a madman scrawlings of just like recipes and I just, at a certain point, I'm like, this is all chicken scratch. I'm the only one that can read this. But one thing that I baked uh, for Thanksgiving this year, I made a pumpkin pie completely from scratch. Like, I got a pumpkin and, like, scooped it out and everything. And that was nuts because putting a pumpkin, like, in a my or in an oven just creates, A, an awful smell. But it also just looks like you murdered somebody. So that mm-hmm. was fun. Um, I like making pies from scratch. Just doing the pie crust, that's always fun. Oh. I... <laughs> I made, uh, my friend, his mom made a mango pie and then shared the recipe in the New York Times. And I made that a few times. It's just like this gelatin sort of custard, but in a pie form. And it's so good. I, I, I had to drive like 20 miles to go and get the right custard for it to make it. And I just bought like four cans of it just because I was like, I'm not driving all this way again, but I'll make it again for sure. Do you, do you have photos? We need photos. Yeah. I need evidence. I got photos of everything I've ever baked because I'm a freak and I just keep them all in, in my phone. I, I just want to, I really want to say that I'm sure that you are a really good student. I'm getting great oh my God, vibes. No. You're getting A++++. Hell no. No, I was fucking awful. Like to the, I, it's funny. I, I think now I, I'm so like focused on things because I'm embarrassed at how awful I was in class all the way through college, which is mm-hmm. why I think I'm a writer. Cause you don't need to be smart to do that. You can just be like, hey, it's the funny guy and you'll be fine. I was a terrible student. Were you a good student? You know, I went to school in Oakland, California. And at the time they were like, Ebonics, like we weren't learning, you know, 
practical or regular English, standard English. And so they would say my grammar was always fucked up. Um, My reading levels were pretty bad. And then I went to school in New York and I had to really work hard to become a better student. Mm. And so I was a better student in high school because I had to push and push and push because I kind of was not that smart coming here when I was 13. And then when I went to college, I said, what the fuck? Let me show these double A titties. Let me go get crazy. <laughs> let, me, let me hang out, do keg stands and all the other stuff. And then it went right out the window. I mean, I don't think you, I mean, you're surviving without it. Mm. You got to party and you got to be smart. And now you're like, I'm going I'm to figure out my, my midpoint between those and be both a brilliant genius and a hot girl. Yeah, that's, I don't know. That's definitely not my story. But yeah, I, I really I really feel like that's why I hate um, recipes. Because I mm. hate having to, to read, sure. read and understand, and then do what the reading is telling me to do. I, I hate it. That but I obviously, you know, that's why when I was doing Sid Can't Cook, I was having so much fun being my silly, silly self. And just seeing what happens at the at the end of the show, yeah. Um, and a lot of times at the end of the show, I would be starving. The food was not good. I would have a little bit of it, and I would say mm, it's good. And then it was like, mm, actually, we have to throw this all out. But i <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to throw food out. You know. Did you ever get on, sick from anything you made on Sid Can Cook? I had tainted shrimp. I had oh. shrimp that, like, when uh-uh. I got it. They were kind of grayish. And I was like, oh, this is usually how shrimp are. There's grayish. But then the tail of it was looking real sickly. Like, mm. it, like, like ink. Like ink was possibly in this. They were tainted shrimp. They were not good. And then at the end, I was supposed to make um shrimp fettuccine. And it was, or no, shrimp scampi. And it was so bad. I put the shrimp in my mouth and I was like, this is the nastiest thing I've ever tasted oh. on Sick and Cook. I had to throw the whole thing out, and I cried at the end of the episode. Aww. I cried. I actually cried on live, to be Fish honest. Fish are gross to cook. I mean, with any meat, it's the kind of thing, like, you got to do it right or don't do it at all. But fish, it feels like they're smelly before you cook them, and they smell different when you do cook them. So it's just like, how do I know when it's good? Oh, you, you know how I know when it's good? I don't. And that's why we got to take a break because I got to figure out what the hell is good. Will we be right freaking back? Take a break. Don't eat that shitty shrimp. And we'll talk to you in a sec. Okay, Demi, we're back. You're so you don't really like seafood or not? What's, what's no? What's I good? love seafood. I okay. uh, up until like a month ago was trying to be pescatarian this entire month until someone was like, "Well, don't just don't eat uh, f- eat chicken instead of fish. It's better for the environment." And I'm like, I don't know what to do. So now I'm just I don't care anymore. Mm, okay, all right. I mean. You know, there's one thing that we actually had a disagreement on. It doesn't have anything to bake with baking, Mm -hmm. but it was eggs, runny eggs. We were having a full-on fight about it, and I would like to talk real quick. Why? Okay. I don't... They're nasty. I don't know. I didn't eat eggs as a kid. I didn't like them. And as an adult, I have control over my own diet, and I can continue to dislike that nasty-ass food. It's just like, it's guts. You crack open an egg, and it's guts. I'm not eating that. (laughs) 
I'll put it in a baked good. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like you you're not cultured in egg in the egg community. That's probably yolk, true. The yolk is mm, it's sauce. It's mm. it's egg juice. It's mm. you, that sounds it's even nectar. less appetizing. <laughs> egg juice? No. <laughs> egg juice. I'm drinking egg juice. That sounds okay, obviously. That first of all, that sounds sexual. And second of all, it just sounds like if someone were to, if a rapper were to come out like, oh, I got this brand new uh, drink, it's egg juice, that rapper would not, their career would be over with. We in the club okay. drinking egg juice. What the fuck is that? Yolk? You no. Know, if you're cool enough, you would be able to turn egg juice into a thing. And you know what? I think I'm going to try. I think I'm going to do it. I would love to do, I, I would love to write and direct the commercials of Sid's egg juice. Which it would be a music a video. Set. I want I want you to be my hype Williams of music videos for egg oh, juice, yeah. please. I got you in the, the Missy Elliott, the fisheye lens. Egg juice. Imagine if I had the Missy Elliott, you know, she had the garbage bag mm-hmm. and I can't stand the rain, but I was like in an eggshell. <laughs> it was kind of like. I'm going to eat these eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there we go. It? Wow. Okay, now we got to do this. The fact that we started off not loving, we were not on the same page, and now we're literally engulfed on the book together. Mm. If we can do it, why can't, you know, the world come together over eggs? Well, they're they're just, they're not as hot as us. So that's, that's true. What that is. That's, that's what it is. what that's about. Um, so, wait, have you used your baking to, you know, befriend someone or maybe go on a date? Because that's what I would do. I'm glad that you asked because I just found a recipe for the time that I made a maple spiced cake donut, which was just because I went on a uh, date during the pandemic, which already mm-hmm. a bad move. But I went on a date with someone and we were talking about baked goods. And I was like, I've been baking a lot lately. What are your favorite baked goods? And she's like, I like donuts. And I was like, all right, I'll make maple cake donuts. And then I did this. I think I went on three different dates with people and made them all baked goods. And on the third one, I realized I was having so much more fun baking than I was going on these dates. And I just, it wasn't like there was anything wrong with them. I was just like, I'm not, my heart's not in this. And I got so excited being like, ooh, I'm going to make this, these donuts. And then like, I was like, I'm done. I did it. I was like, oh, I got to go on a date now. And I just like, I, I, I think that's what made me realize, oh, I don't want to be dating as much as I just want to be baking. Which sounds sad to say. I can't even believe I am falling apart. Now, <laughs> are you still talking to this girl? No, I I was pretty honest and just being like, I it's not you. I just I feel empty inside. Uh, it's not I'm not not dating, but I'm just like I don't know. I, I don't feel like there was a point in time where I in the pandemic was like. I need to get with someone, I need to lock it down so we can just have each other and I don't need to feel like I'm alone. And then I was just sort of like, I'm actually good right now. I'm not gonna, I'm not so desperate to find someone. <laughs> but yeah. Wait, th- th- was there any point of like real desperation? You, di- I mean, it's clear that you went on a couple of dates, but you didn't really try to hook up with anyone. No, I, I went on a couple of dates. I, uh, after I got vaccinated, I went on a, a date where I was like, okay, maybe I'm like comfortable seeing this person in a, in a mm, like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, Wait, was this after you saw me? <laughs> after you saw me? Did I put the, the battery in your back? Did I give you the no, juice? The egg no, juice? No. 
It was before you did not oh, give me the God. egg juice. Okay, <laughs> I'm well. sorry. I wish I could credit you with it. Uh, Damn. But, all right. Okay. But I, I stopped having it be a thing where like I used like I, I've used baked goods to make friends in the pandemic, which has been nice. Mm-hmm. It'll be like I mean, like with you, it's like someone where we've talked to each other mostly over Instagram and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then I get to meet them in person. I'm like, I got you this thing. And it's nice. Although sometimes I worry that people think it's like a move of mine and I I'm trying not to make like to make it clear that it's not that way because a lot of times I'm just like, I don't know. I just, I like making a thing and I want you to feel like, Oh, this guy's very nice, but I, it's not me trying to be like, all right, so I got you these donuts. Now uh, what next? Let me tell you, the world is fucked. The world is so fucked that mm. somebody is baking and people can't look at it as a nice gesture. They're like, Oh, you made a cupcake? You obviously want to get inside my cupcake. You know, it's like, no, babe, I just want to share these cupcakes. I have a ton of them. I I made more than a dozen. Uh, I can't eat all of them, you know, unless I want diabetes. You don't want one? You don't want one? (laughs) I don't blame them. Like, I I can see people doing that as a move. I'm just saying that I am not. Because I, first of all, I would never be so bold, or if not to be, like, I feel like if I were to bake for someone as a move, I would uh, fuck it up way worse. And it would just be like, I need to make them something extravagant. And it's like, no, I'm just, hey, I made, you know, I made 12 cookies. You want them? Demi, who the fuck is, go- first of all, people are so lazy. They're so lazy. They barely wash their ass. Now you saying they're going <laughs> all the way out. They're going all the way out and they're going to make uh, macaroons for a date to get some ass? I, I doubt think- it. Men, I think, should. I think that should be the okay. bare minimum. I think you should right. learn to make <laughs> macarons. And that's that's your version of, like, opening the door for a woman. That's the that's the bar. And then you okay. escalate it from there. You got you to gotta make the wedding cake uh, on the first date. And then they can be like, this wedding cake sucks. I don't want to ever see you again. But if they like the wedding cake, then you can be like, all right, we've locked in what the wedding cake will eventually be like. And now let's go on a second date. Okay, so now I'm having a hard time because you're saying macaroons and I say macarons. Or I say macaroons and you say what? So macarons are different from macaroons. And I also had to learn this difference in making my macarons. Yeah, help me, help me. Because I was saying one thing, you were saying another, and it took me, you know, 30 minutes in to realize, oh, we're not on the same page again. So macarons are like the one that I made you, the little puffed up shell meringue cookie. And then macaroons are like a sort of, I think a coconut sort of whipped little puff ball thing. I've never made macaroons. I hate that they have the same name. And I think one of them should have, whoever did the second food should have just been like, these are a different name. Because that's not, shouldn't be allowed. I don't understand it. And I don't get it. It's it's, like grapes and grapefruit. Why don't you just, if grapes are a fruit and then grapefruits are also a fruit, just make the other, make grapefruit a different thing. Fucking up. Okay, well, you know, do you think that baking is is good for a person like me? I'm just, well, obviously I said it's not, but maybe I can yeah, change you, my ways. I don't know? think you should have to change your ways. I feel like if you can tell that you're not going to be, you're not going to like that sort of precise recipe following thing, it's not not for you. But I do feel like it's close enough to cooking that you could get really good at cooking and then be like, all right, now how do we escalate this? And that's when you I was, bring baking I'll never be good at cooking. That is not I, my goal. I absolutely believe you could. Remember you were on there and you saw me do, what was it? Jo- I tried to do Jolof. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't work it that was, blender. And my mom was like, why isn't she working the blender right? 
And I'm like, I, I'm not, I'm here to help with the recipe. I don't know how, how to help with this. <laughs> the whole time, the whole time you were on, I was trying to work the blender. So we couldn't even really get into you helping me. Because and my wife, I like, was broken too. It was, it was kind of fucked yeah. up. We were going in and out, babe. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, I, I want to, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of, to be honest with Hobby Hunter, you know, I love listening to people's hobbies and it makes me feel inspired. Have I really gotten into anything that someone has presented on here? Not one fucking time. Not Here's one time. The, the thing that about cooking to me, though, is you already had an interest in it. And it's something that is, it's like everyone needs to eat. So I feel like cooking is so close to that, that it's not a hobby. You got to be like oh, well, this, I don't have to do this thing, or I don't have to learn, I don't have to engage with this thing in any way. So you have to sort of convince yourself to like it. With cooking, it's like, you already have an interest in it. You kind of need to do it. I think you could become the person, the kind of person who gets good at it. And then you're like, all right, I've mastered cooking. I don't even think about this as a hobby anymore. It's just a thing I do. Unfortunately, we're right now, we're at hashtag Sid can't cook. Like, mm. I just, I can't cook. Hashtag Sid won't cook. I won't. <laughs> I just, I'm not doing it. It sucks. All right. But once it we get sucks, the egg I'm juice on there. the market, we get the egg juice on the market. You, you move to somewhere, you got a, you, you got a millionaire's pad. You got a brand new kitchen. I think you're going to, I think you're going to change your mind. To bring us all the way up. We have a segment. We have a little segment here on hobby hunter and it's called my Sunday versus your Sunday. And okay. I'm well known for this, you know, segment for me never to win. So just know if you don't win, you really ain't doing shit on a Sunday. Do you mm, hear me? You almost okay. have to be dead to not like to not beat me. Um, so Julia is, you know, my beautiful, wonderful producer is going to be the judge. But okay. you're gonna go in your Google Cal or whatever, and you're gonna let me know, you know, play by play, blow by blow, what you do on your on this past Sunday, and you know, I will let you know. If I did more or less. <laughs> okay. All right. Sunday. This past Sunday was the second. Uh, I got to start writing stuff in my Google Cal. <laughs> I, uh, my friend came over and we watched uh, a movie. And then we went to the oh, theater to watch. Movie? Can you be it, it, more specific? Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, Stop Making Sense, the Talking Heads music documentary, which I've watched like three times in the pandemic already because it makes me feel good. <laughs> What is this about? It's a talking. It's the a documentary for the band Talking Heads, where it's just like the concert of them playing uh, one of their albums back in the eighties. But they're like up on stage and clearly all on coke and dancing and having a great time. Okay. And then from there, I uh, went to. Oh, okay. Also on Sunday, I think I. Yeah, I went to a bar on Saturday night, so I woke up late in the day and was hungover. And then didn't do shit until my friend came over to watch this. And then from there, we went to a theater in Hollywood to watch Return of the Jedi on the big screen. Because mm -hmm. uh, they hadn't been back to a theater, so we did that. <laughs> and then I came home and uh, wrote sketches for the Amber Ruffin show. That's good. That's Two that's movies. My, yeah. How was, be how was being in a movie theater? It was great. Uh, this was my third movie back because I almost pretty much when the AMC opened, I was like, great, let's go. That was the number one thing I'd been missing. But it felt like uh, 
it didn't feel real until it was like, oh, there are enough people in the theater that were like cheering at things. And because it's Star Wars, it's like, well, yeah, this is, it feels like an event. But yeah. Ooh, that's pretty epic. It was a good, good pissed. Sunday. That's <laughs> two movies, two movies, a friend hang. I'm Just, furious. You know, some more. I'm, I'm Sid, sorry. What did you do? Yeah. How was your Sunday? I, um, I got my hair done. Um, mm-hmm. And which is a, a long process. It's hours upon hours. You know, I hadn't washed my hair in months, so I had to wash my hair, cut my hair, get my hair braided, and then, you know, customize wig. So that was like most of my day. And then I went to, you know, a rooftop soiree, not even a soiree. Mm. It, was a, it was a rooftop get-together. Hang. I hung out with, you know, Several comedians and Carolina was there. Marie was there. My friend Drew Anderson and Julia Shiplet. It was actually at Drew's place. Um, it was it was cool being on a roof, and I was very chatty, Kathy, trying to make friends and be funny. And then I left and went home, and I I talked on the phone to a couple of people, and then I I went to sleep. That sounds so you like had an a exciting. real Sunday. You did. Yeah. That's yeah. a good Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that was. I don't know. Your Sunday sounds okay. better than mine. All right, guys. I have to I have to be honest. What did you <laughs> that, make that up? <laughs> that was my Saturday. <laughs> oh no. Okay. No, no, Damn. no. I was like, that does sound like a Saturday. <laughs> no, okay. What was Sunday then? It was Sunday was nothing. It was Oh my me. god, Ugh. you got us. You lied to I, us. I lied. Uh, oh my god. I feel like you're I, stacking it though. I feel like on Sunday morning you're like, all right, I'm not doing anything today because I gotta lose that contest. <laughs> I'm a trifling biatch. Oh my god, Demi, you are the winner. And Damn. um I mean this was offensive that you lied to our faces. I can continue. I, me can't me can't believe. I I'm so disappointed in myself. I'm better than that. But I was like, <laughs> I have to spruce this up. We gotta just we gotta live on the edge. You gotta What's be the like most, it's Sydney. Huh? What's the most exciting Sunday you've ever had? I don't know, Julia. Do you know? Oh, I can't um, remember. On one Sunday in the past six months, you flew. That was exciting. Yes, okay. I did. That is I did. Oh, I, I went to Jamaica. I went to Jamaica. Oh, so that was yeah. So that was sweet. That was real nice. Um, and so you know, you you travel to Jamaica, and then you get there, you get something to eat, you get comfortable, and then you know, you wait for the next day so the sun is up, and you can actually go to the beach. But yeah, I I don't do much on Sundays, but now that things are open, I'm going to I'm going to work my my ass off. I'm going to work my ass off to be better and do more. I, well, are, do you enjoy not doing anything on a Sunday? Can relaxing be your hobby? Oh, we haven't got to that point, Julia. Nobody has come on and talked about relaxing as a hobby. No, but I like it a lot for you. You should have someone had, on whose hobby is I don't do shit. sleeping, but relaxing is a more active sleeping. Yeah, but I also feel like it's a cop-out because you could be like, oh, I'm just laying here. You know, I got my weighted blanket and I'm relaxing. But, I mean, you could be getting your nails and toes done. You could be getting a massage. That's relaxing. You could put, put on a face mask. That's relaxing. You could be, like, listening to meditation music. That's relaxing. I just... You know, I have a lot of pressure on my shoulders that doesn't have anything to do with the podcast, but it's more about 
I was such a go, 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 go person, Demi. I, I was never in the house. Mm. And now I've had to succumb to this like introverted, like house body or home body person. It's just not me. And now it is. And now I have to sit back and be like, it's okay. Was that the pandemic doing that? Yes, yes. Do you feel like you're going to revert to your old self or do you feel like you're just going to have to figure out how to be your new self in the new world? I don't know, Demi. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's actually a a thing that I, I've been talking about it recently with more and more people. And for the most part, the people I talk to, they want to be out. They're, they want to go to shows. They want to hang out. They want to go to the movies. They want to go to dinner. And I just don't. I'm not seeing that for me right, right now. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch, I went on a whole Mexican trip. I, I went to Jamaica, <laughs> LA. Like, I don't mind getting on a plane, but when it's walking out of my house just to stay locally, ah, oh, bitch, that ain't for me. Mm. You got to work your way up to that. I, you you do the big things that you're like, I haven't been able to do this for so long. And then you yeah. can get comfortable doing the small things where you're like, I could have done this, but I didn't want to. What's your next big thing that you're going to do now that you're like vaccinated and out? I don't know. I, I keep thinking about just when I'm able to go to the movies with like a full crowd and what's mm-hmm. going to be like the first big movie back in theaters. But I also just keep thinking about like, like the last few days I've been just walking to a bar in my neighborhood alone with my dog and drinking and writing. And I just keep thinking like, okay, when am I going to do this with like a crowd or when I'm going to, when am I going to get to go to like a bar and do karaoke? That'll be exciting for me. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I didn't, I couldn't even imagine you as a karaoke king i i am i'm a big time karaoke fiend it's it's it feels to me like the same embarrassing but i love it feeling of like improv where it's like ah yes i i'm that guy but i do i love that shit uh go-to song for karaoke i don't have a go-to song because i have a running playlist on my spotify just like i'll I'll, i want to sing that next time and it's just like a hundred songs long honey i am truly surprised that (laughs) I, that that's another thing that it's I love. It's the Leo in me. I, I oh, you're Leo. I am Leo, a Leo. baby. I love. Her. Mm. Um, that's another thing that I do enjoy about this pod is that things that I would not normally know about people because they don't they don't really share it or we just don't hang out enough for me yeah. to know. I find out, and then I'm like, look at this gym. I'll use it the next time we go out. I'm like, we're doing karaoke, and I hate karaoke. I feel like most people hate it. You can't sing. I don't care if you know all the words. I don't care if you dress up, if you're wearing something sparkly. I don't give a fuck if you're screaming, if you're doing the whisper. It's bad. (laughs) All of it is bad. And then the people who can actually do karaoke and sing, I hate them too. I don't like that. You can sing, take your ass to the theater, Go to um, 42nd Street, Times Square, sing, and, like, us actually embrace that. But don't come in over here, yeah, like, no, overshadowing, uh, overshadowing ain't everybody Ain't no talent scouts deaf. here. You just yeah. be like, uh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I don't know, just this song from Wicked. It's like, all right, you've done that song a million times on exactly. in auditions. Get out of here. Exactly. This is for people who want to drunkenly scream fucking, uh, I don't know, how low. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think people, a lot of people do a, a Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey song. They love that's, that. That's offensive to me because I'm just like, who do you think you are? You, you're going to come into the bar and be like, I'm a professional singer. I'm just going to casually do this Whitney song. It's like, all right, but 
if you do a song like that, you can't nail it and then be like, do you want us to think, oh, she's as good as Whitney? He's like, no, you got to fuck it up so we know, A, you're fun, and B, you don't think you're as good as Whitney. Listen, it's giving me delusional. It's Mm -hmm. giving delusional. It's Mm -hmm. giving like, oh, if the music is loud enough and the screen has all the words, people can't see that I'm bad. (laughs) I think that's what it should be. I think you should be going into a song being like, I'm bad, but I'm going to have fun with this. All right. Well, Demi, I mean, we talked to everything. We talked about everything from like my anxieties of the pandemic to you baking with such precision. I mean, everybody who's listening should be inspired. Um, Maybe list three things that like were the easiest for you to make that I can possibly do. Okay. Uh, I actually just stumbled on this. There's a thing called a clafouti, which I didn't know about before. What? I, I I know. It sounds fancy, but it's just like, it's like a, I don't know, you just kind of mix. What, what It's like you put milk and sugar and eggs in like a little dish, and then you sort of put a little bit in and then blend more and then bake. It's like you bake it all at once in like 50 minutes and you just kind of leave it in a little pan. I didn't know about it until it popped up in this movie I was watching and they were talking about baking it. And I was like, okay, that's up my alley. And I made it and it was so simple and it's really good. It's called the clafouti. <laughs> Every <Sir>. time I, <laughs> I know you said simple and I was like, all right, here's a French dish. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, first of all, I don't speak French. I probably can't even spell it. How Me dare neither. you? You're always, you know what? You're just too good. You're okay. too good, here's Demi. A, here's a genuinely easy one. French mm-hmm. toast. So simple. Yes, I've made that. I've made okay. that on uh, Sick Hand Cook, and it was delicious. It was there so good. There you go. Yeah, yeah, easy as hell. Whenever I'm like, I want to feel fancy, and it's 9 in the morning, I'm just like, get an egg in there. Don't eat the egg juice, because that's gross. Just dip the bread in the egg. Boo! Cut them off, Julia. Cut them off. Don't, don't cut me that. off. We don't need that toxicity on this. On just trying to censor my truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, man, what is easy? No, this is. I'm getting into the hard stuff now. Okay, uh, peppermint bark. Super simple. It's just melting chocolate and then melt like putting uh, melted or like crushed candy canes on top of it and then like freezing it and then you break it and it's done. I don't even think you have to bake anything for that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, Demi, we we truly love you over here. Love you too. I didn't think that this would also turn into a therapy session, and it did. And that's why Hobby Hunter could be anything you want it to be. You hear me? All the best podcasts eventually turn into just talking about your vulnerabilities, Mm -hmm. and you have a good setup where people get to talk about the things that they love, and then. If they're comfortable, they can turn it into why that thing brings them comfort, which turns into vulnerabilities. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, now, Demi, Hi. plug plug whatever you need to plug because the people need to find you. That's Instagram, mm. Twitter, you know, shows that you're on. Tell us everything. Okay. I'm on Instagram at Electrolemon. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Electrolemon. Also, usually I deleted my Twitter because uh, it makes me a nightmare person, but I'll be back. And then uh, I'm writing on the Amber Ruffin Show, which you can watch on America's streaming network, Peacock. America's number one streaming network, Peacock. Not true. I made that up. (laughs) Okay, Demi, thank you so much. Thank you. Kiss, kiss, kiss.
Okay, so, you know, Demi, baking is like, it's not easy. It's, it literally is. You have to follow the recipe and you can't, you can't be lax. You got to follow it and do it and it'll turn out fine or great every single time because you just follow the recipe. And I can't do that. I don't love it. I don't want to follow the rules. I want to do whatever the hell I want. So um, I'm going to give... Demi's hobby, which is baking, obviously, you know, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him a two. I'm gonna give him a two because I think that it's it is easy for people to get into it. It's just not the easiest for me. And it's a lot of dishes at the end and the cleanup. I'm not trying to do that. Uh and then I live alone with some cats. So who's gonna eat my stuff? Um, but who is gonna eat my stuff? Okay. Heart, you guys, this has been so amazing. Um, I love that you guys are keep, 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 keeping on writing me at hey at headgum.com. Also, you've been tweeting me, Jodor that as well. Um, I'm trying to get back to everybody as much as possible. You know, I love it. And, you know, you can always tell me what you think constitutes as a hobby or what's your hobby or what would you love to see me do? Maybe on Instagram Live. You're like, oh. I want to see you do one of these hobbies. Challenge me. I need a challenge for God's sakes, because if you don't, I will just sit on my ass over here. We will be back next week. In the meantime, happy freaking hobbying, guys. was a HeadGum original.